Shalom, and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. So Ruthie lived in a one-bedroom house, very small house, and she lived there alone. But each Shabbat, each Friday night, she would welcome all of her friends and neighbors, and they would share in a wonderful meal, they would light candles, they would drink sweet wine or grape juice, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience had by all. Now, across the same very small town, lived a man named Isaac. Isaac lived in this huge, 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 very fancy mansion. Sometimes he would forget how many rooms were in this mansion. Sometimes he would say 30, maybe 35. But he lived in this big, big house all alone. That is except for his very, very well-trained, very fancy private chef. Now one day Isaac was walking about town and realized the night was getting late. He was getting a little hungry, getting a little peckish, as we all do at some point. And all of a sudden, he was walking by this house. He must have passed it a million times, but never thought twice about it. And this amazing aroma filled his nose. This food, it smelled so good. He had to know where this food was coming from. So he goes up, knocks on the door. He can hear the chattering, the clinking of glasses from inside. And who else but Ruthie opens the door? Isaac, so good to see you. I haven't seen you from that 10th grade class I taught way back when. Come in, come in. No, no, he said. Please, it's all right. I just, I had to know where this food was coming from. She said, no, 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 it's Shabbat. Come in, we have room. Isaac sits at the table, joins with everyone in the blessings over the candles, over the wine or the grape juice, over the challah, and the food is brought out, and everyone's serving each other, and he is amazed. Ruthie, this food, it is incredible. It's the best thing I've ever had. You must give me the recipe. Sure, Isaac, no problem, Ruthie says. So Isaac takes the recipes, goes back to his his big fancy mansion, and he brings it to his chef, and he says, chef, I just had the most amazing meal. I need you to prepare these foods. The next day, the chef follows the instructions, presents the food before Isaac, as he's sitting there in his very long, long dining table, and Isaac looks at it, doesn't look quite right, and then he eats it, immediately spits it out. Not very... Not very appropriate of him. 
this tastes awful. Did you follow the recipe exactly as it was written? Yes, Isaac, I did exactly what, what you told me to do. Okay, I'm gonna watch over you next time. So that night for dinner, he watches over the chef as he's cooking all of the vegetables and the rice and the bread, maybe some meat. I don't know if Isaac was a vegetarian. And he's watching over every step of the process. And the food tastes even worse. My, Isaac can barely even put it in his mouth. He says, this is terrible. There must be something wrong with the recipe, or you must have done it wrong. You must have prepared it wrong. And so Isaac rolls up his sleeves, goes into the kitchen, and he begins preparing it himself. He follows the instructions. Same result. The food is not so good. Now, Isaac is very, very frustrated. He walks around frustrated a lot. And the next Friday evening, he goes back over to Ruthie's with a scowl on his face, a big frown, and knocks on the door. Ruthie says, Isaac, two Shabbats in a row, so good to see you, and welcomes him in. He sits down, they say the blessings, and they bring out the meal, and the meal is just as good as he remembered. He said, Ruthie, I I don't know what I did wrong. I can't make my food taste like yours. What is your secret ingredient? And she says, well, did you brown the onions before you put the stock in? Yes, I did that. Did you let it simmer for 30 minutes? Yes, I did that. Did you use all fresh vegetables, nothing frozen, nothing canned? I did all of those things. Well, Isaac, Ruthie said, did you share it with your closest family and friends? He said, no. Well, Isaac, there is no secret ingredient, but things are much more sweet and taste much more better, and there's so much more joy when you're able to share what you have with those that you love. And eventually, Isaac said, maybe you're right, Ruthie. Next week, let's have Shabbat dinner at my house. So they all go over to Isaac's big dining room table, and they all sit at one table, the chef included, and they all share a meal together. They say the blessings, and the food tastes incredible. And from then on, they would alternate between Ruthie and Isaac's house, going back and forth, and Ruthie's friends became Isaac's friends, and they were able to spend Shabbat together as one community. So that's my message and my hope for the Shabbat for all of us, that we can see the sweetness and the joy that comes with spending this time together by sharing what we have with those we love, those in our wider community. And also as we're moving into this next religious school, I feel like I should uh, give a bit of a plug. We're going to be doing a lot of different Shabbat dinners for the different grade levels, and so we hope that all of you will come together and participate, and we have a wonderful meal um, planned for folks after this service. But at the end of the day, no matter where you are, no matter how old you are, things are better and sweeter, more sacred, and more joyful when shared with everyone. Shabbat shalom.